Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Blaze Experience once again. I am your host, Derek Blaze, and you're coming back for episode number 53 today. And it is a Saturday, so as always on a Saturday, we are talking about State of Decay 2. And today's episode is an episode about the Zed Hunter DLC update. It wasn't technically titled a DLC by Undead Labs, but I kind of consider it a DLC personally. Um, it, it's a you know, free content update in the game. So to me, it's a DLC. It has a lot of new things. It's got some crossbows in there. It's got some new consumables, some new uh, quirk skills, a lot of different things we're going to talk about in this episode. And last week, like I said, we talked about the patch notes. The reason why I'm talking about the Zed Hunter update this week is this episode is going to launch on the Saturday that we're doing Decay Fest 2. So Decay Fest 2 is an event that is designed to celebrate content updates for State of Decay. And Decay Fest 2 is basically an event that a group of selected streamers get together and we kind of, you know, try to promote the game and help the community celebrate the event. So basically this uh, particular event is going to be on Zed Hunter. Decay Fest 1 was around the Daybreak release. So essentially whenever there's a new content update for the game, that's when we do a Decay Fest event because the Decay Fest events are basically uh, celebrations of the game and we have invited streamers come on and celebrate the game. Everyone's free to, you know, watch them and just enjoy the event. It's going to be a very fun event. And we are going to have some previews of challenges for Undead Trials 2 in this. Now, I'll get into that a little bit too. Undead Trials 2 is a completely separate event. So Undead Trials 2 is basically a different brand, but it's also a community event that's done by the same people. So let me back up for one second and I'll say that myself, Mr. Dart, and Kay Sizzle are running these two events. We are the community organizers for these. And basically, the K-Fest, like I was talking about, is basically a branded event that is centered around a content update for the game. So whenever you see a content update for the game, like, for example, next year sometime, there's going to be a Trumbull Valley map released. When that is actually released, we'll probably do a Decay K-Fest event celebrating the release of that map. So that's kind of what Decay K-Fest is about. Undead Trials is a separate brand that is still a community event. The Undead Trials events, those are competition-based events. So we have fun-based competitions. It's not anything that's like super serious, you know. It's not toxic or competitive in a bad way. It's just a really fun event where we try to, you know, have some fun and just see who can do the best at a certain thing. And Undead Trials 1, we did that based on Daybreak and we had some competitions based on Daybreak. Undead Trials 2 is going to be on the base game. So with Undead Trials 2, what's going to happen is we're inviting everyone to play in this. So whether you're a streamer, whether you don't stream, whether you create content, whether you don't create content, even if you play five hours in the game versus someone that's played 500 hours in the game, it doesn't matter how many hours you played. It doesn't matter how you play the game. We are inviting everyone to be a part of this, and we really want to make this a big event for the community. And basically with Undead Trials 2, how it's going to work is... We invite as many people that want to play to come and play. There's going to be a registration link in these show notes, and you can find the registration link on Twitter. There's a special Discord for the event. It's on the Undead Labs Discord. It'll be all over the place, so it shouldn't be too hard to find if you're looking to register. But what we're doing is say we have 100 people register. Those 100 people, we're going to take them at the beginning of the week. This event, which I should say, will be held 
December 9th to December 15th. So Undead Trials 2 is December 9th to December 15th. And not to confuse anyone, the Decay Fest event is going to be held Friday the 30th and December 1st. So basically when you hear this episode, Decay Fest will be going on for one more day. The day that you're hearing this, Decay Fest will be going on for one more day and then it'll be over. And then we'll go into our next event. Our next event will be Undead Trials 2, which is December 9th to December 15th. So if we have 100 people join Undead Trials 2, what we're going to do is throughout the week, we're going to take that 100 people and slowly eliminate people throughout the week. And then at the end of the week, we're going to have one grand champion. And basically that one grand champion is going to win some very special prizes that Undead Labs is giving out since they are endorsing this event. So these prizes are really uh, hard to get and really unique because except for the State of Decay pins, all these prizes are not available anywhere else except if you win a contest. The State of Decay pins, you can buy those on like eBay and things like that. They are available in certain spots if you really look for them, but even those are fairly rare. And I mean, obviously, you know, a lot of people know how eBay works. If you're trying to buy it off eBay, you're probably going to pay a, a lot more than you want to pay for it. So it's definitely uh, better if you win the event instead. But the prizes you can win if you are the grand champion, you can win a State of Decay pin, a State of Decay 1 t-shirt. You can win a signed poster by Unlead Labs, which is very cool. A Clio water bottle, which Clio is a reference to something in-game for anyone that doesn't know. And then one of the really cool prizes that is probably the hardest one to get because there weren't a lot of them made, you can get a Bronto Gas jacket. So basically, a Bronto Gas is a fictitious company in the game, and Undead Labs went ahead and made physical jackets based on this fictitious company. So you can, you know, kind of role play that you were a Bronto Gas employee before the apocalypse happened. So it's really cool. I've seen pictures of these jackets. They look amazing and... I would definitely love to win one myself. And I hope, you know, everyone else wants to win one too, because I think this is some great prizes. But that's not all. The grand prize winner gets this. If you just participate at all, anyone that participates, you'll be entered into a drawing. And we're going to do a drawing for either a State of Decay 1 t-shirt or a State of Decay pin, or maybe both. I haven't got confirmation on that yet, but we're either going to do a drawing for one pin or one t-shirt, or one of each. So you might have uh, two potential chances or one chance to win something. So even if you just participate, say you jump in, you know, you join, and then Sunday, the first day of the event, you lose on Sunday, you get knocked out of the event. You know, you can still win something. And you're probably still going to have a great time playing if you get knocked out on Sunday. And you can still win something, possibly. So no one's going to be barred from this. You know, whether you go far in the competition, whether you Go out one of the first ones. It doesn't matter. Everyone's going to be available for that drawing. All you have to do is actually participate. So just register and then show up for your time that you said you'd be there for. And that's all you have to do. But I'm definitely excited for both these events. And I will announce one more time that Decay Fest 2 is going on today. So definitely tune into that. There's a whole schedule out there. Just check Twitter. Check Discords. Uh, message me if you need to. But there's a schedule out there. I will be streaming on that schedule. I'm streaming from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Time tonight. That's when my schedule slot is. And there are actually going to be two Undead Trials challenges revealed during these streams. So during my stream and then during K Sizzle's stream, 
which is 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern. Both of those streams will reveal one of the Undead Trials challenges because basically with Undead Trials, we're doing seven different minigames and we're going to reveal three of these minigames throughout the Decay Fest event. The first uh, minigame will be revealed on Friday and then Kay Sizzle and I will be revealing two on Saturday. So definitely tune into those streams and kind of get a preview of what Undead Trials is going to be. I will say um, ahead of time that we, since we have seven minigames, we are saving some of our best ones for later. So you're not going to see, you know, our top, top favorites revealed on Decay Fest, but you will see some pretty cool minigames. And then, you know, during Undead Trials, you'll see some of our favorites that we left, uh, we kind of left, you know, under the lid. But yeah, so definitely a lot going on there. Definitely tune into Decay Fest 2, Undead Trials 2. One more time, those dates are Decay Fest 2 will be going on today. And Undead Trials 2 will be going on December 9th to December 15th as a week-long event. And registration links for that will be in the show notes. So I would invite anyone to register, no matter how much you know the game. It's going to be a really fun event, and I'm really excited for it. So definitely tune into that. And even if you don't want to play, you know, I would invite anyone to play. And, you know, there's nothing to lose for it, because even if you're unexperienced at the game, you can still be someone that's experienced. These challenges aren't going to be super difficult. They're not going to be, you know, top tier notch where you have to be like a state of decay master to play it. These challenges, basically how it's going to work, I won't give it away too much yet. But if you're very knowledgeable about the game, if you played a lot of the game, you will have a slight advantage, but not in the way you might think. You're going to have the advantage of, okay, I know this game very well, so I know some tactics that could help me more possibly. But if you're inexperienced, you might not know those specific tactics, but you could still win because the person that knows those tactics, it doesn't guarantee them a win because these mini games they do involve some element of luck. So there is a little bit of luck involved. There's a little bit of, you know, tactics, a little bit of knowledge involved. And I think these challenges are, you know, very uh, user friendly for anyone that wants to play the game. And I do apologize, this is a lot of news. Um, I usually don't have this much news at the top of the show. But we have a lot of going on in the community right now, so I want to make sure I highlight everything in the community. Another thing we have going on is I had a contest throughout the month of November for a Daybreak DLC code and an Independence Pack DLC code. And when you're hearing this today, that contest will be unfortunately over, so I won't mention how to register for it because when you're hearing this, the contest is going to already be over. But I will be drawing a winner in my Discord either today or tomorrow. So when you're hearing this, um, if you did enter into that contest and you won, you should be hearing from me either today or tomorrow. But if you want to join my Discord, then you can kind of see um, the drawing go down in real time. Because the way I do my drawings, I do it in real time and I kind of do it by a process of elimination. And I think it's a fun way to do it. So definitely tune into that. And the last bit of news is the next podcast we're going to do is on Wednesday. We're going to talk about the new CFDs DLC. So anyone that's listened to the podcast for a long time knows that I do talk about CFDs a lot. I used to talk about it weekly, but now I only talk about CFDs when they have a new content release. But they do have a new DLC that came out this week, so I will be talking about that DLC on Wednesday. So stay tuned for that. It should be pretty fun. And if I have time, I might stream myself playing that new DLC, but it depends if I have time or not. But I do apologize. That was a lot to talk about for news. Um, usually the news isn't this much, but 
I think it's very important because there's a lot of great news for State of Decay, and I think it's very important to cover it all. And anyone that is, you know, a fan of myself or the podcast, I will mention one more thing very fast. On the Undead Labs live stream on Wednesday, I was a guest on that stream. So I was their featured streamer or podcaster in this case on that stream. And I think it was a great stream. I talked about all these events some more. Um, I answered some questions about podcasting. And I took out a siege with Branfus Gerald. It was a really fun stream. I would definitely recommend checking that out. I will put that in the show notes as well. But it was a very fun stream. And I would really recommend checking it out. And as an extra bonus, um, for once, I'm actually on camera too. So if you want to you know, see my face, if you want to see me on camera... I was on camera for that. We figured out a way to do it. So usually when I stream, I'm not on camera. But for this, I actually was on camera. So you can kind of see me on camera if you want to do that. That being said, let's finally get into this Zed Hunter update. So basically a lot of what I have here for the Zed Hunter update, I did do some of my own research. But um, I took a lot of what is here right from their blog post. Because I wanted to take what Undead Labs said about the update and kind of cover all the points that they want to cover. And then I'm going to add some commentary to it myself. So we'll kind of get right into that. Basically, this Zed Hunter update is free. So if you own the game, then it's free to download. All you have to do is just update your game. So I think it was about a 7 gigabyte patch, if I remember right. But there's 8 new crossbows. So these crossbows are really fun. They are very useful for stealthy play. Um, a lot of them, except with a couple of exceptions, do take a while to reload. So... Um, Definitely be aware of that when you're using them, but they're a lot of fun to use. I've used them to take out just play cards. I've used them to take out juggernauts, and they stick in the juggernauts. It's really funny to kind of pincushion them, so it's definitely a lot of fun. You can kind of see that in the stream I did with Undead Labs. We took out a juggernaut and a play card with only crossbows, and that was a lot of fun. But I will probably do a future podcast ranking the crossbows, but for today, I'm just kind of going over the overall aspects of Z100 updates. So for today, I'm just going to talk, mention what the crossbows are. And in the future, I will hopefully be able to do a podcast ranking the crossbows. But the new crossbows, you have the classic crossbow, which is basically your general crossbow. It uses standard bolts. You have the homemade crossbow and the homemade scope crossbow. These are the only two crossbows you can make at your base. And basically they use, you know, everyday items to make a crossbow. Like, uh, for example, one of them uses a crutch, so that's kind of funny. And one of them obviously has a scope. One of them doesn't have a scope, so um, they're kind of rudimentary. They're not as great as some of the other crossbows, but that's because they're homemade. And they are easier to get because you can make them at your base. You have a light crossbow, which is exactly what it sounds. You know, it's a lighter crossbow. uses light bolts. It's pretty good. You have a hunting crossbow. This has a scope on it, and... It's your kind of classic hunting crossbow. It's got, you know, nice camo colors to it and everything. And it feels really good. It uses, uh, I believe, light bolts. Don't quote me on the light bolts, though. And then you have a series of Echo crossbows, which are like, you know, more military style crossbows. So you have the Echo 1 uh, combat crossbow. It's kind of the same as the classic military version. It just has a scope on it. And it has a zoom and a sight that is more powerful than the classic. So it's basically a little bit better than the classic one. It's got a sight on it. And it's just a little bit more powerful. The Echo 2 repeating crossbow. This one has the fastest reload time. Because basically it has a mag in there. So you can just keep firing bolts. And kind of has the lever action. So you just you lever action with it. And 
You just keep flaring bolts and it's very fast. And because of that, I do like this one. And then the last one is the Echo 3 Sniper Crossbow. This one is obviously made for sniping. It's got probably the best scope of any of the crossbows. And it's made for, you know, a lot of distance shots usually. But um, it definitely is durable. It definitely holds up well, which I should say all these are durable because all these never jam or break. So all eight of these crossbows, they never jam or break, which is awesome. And just like you would hope you'd be able to do, you can retrieve your crossbow bolts. So when you shoot them, you can go retrieve them. You don't always get to retrieve all of them, but um, like if you shoot one at the ground, you might be able to retrieve it. You might not, but you do get to retrieve some, which is nice. So I'd say if you shoot 10 crossbow bolts, you might be able to retrieve four or five. You're probably not getting all 10 back, but you might get about half of what you shot back. But that is our crossbows. We have three new melee weapons, which are swords. You have the Wraith, the Mamba, and the Masterwork Boken, which is a blunt training sword. Now, the Masterwork Boken, I actually haven't found that one yet, but I have seen it. Looks pretty cool. Uh, my favorite so far, I haven't tried them all out enough to be able to talk about like a ranking system, but I do like the Mamba a lot, and I did use the Mamba in the first part of the Undead Lab stream. I would definitely um, check that out, but the Mamba is really cool. It's got a nice serrated grip edge, and I really like the look of it. So the Mamba is probably my favorite so far, but these are all great swords. In addition to that, you have three new close combat weapons, which are all knives. I have found, um, I think, all three of these. Obviously, since it's a close combat weapon, it doesn't do anything stats-wise differently, but they do have a different look to them, um, and they are very cool. You know, one of them is pretty... It's a pretty curved blade for one of them, and I like that one a lot. I think it's the Echo 2. has like a very curved blade to it, which I thought was really cool. You have a facility mod to craft additional blood play consumables, which I will get into the blood play consumables in one second because those are pretty interesting. You have the ability to craft crossbows and bolts in your home base. So you can craft the two homemade crossbows and the bolts in your home base. And there's a new respec option to reset a survivor's core skill specializations. We will get into that a little bit more in a second. But now we'll uh, backtrack and talk about the blue blood play consumable. So basically a blood play consumable. This is a consumable that gives you partial blood plague. But because it gives you partial blood plague, it gives you a nice um, benefit in the game. So you get kind of that nice trade-off where it's a very nice benefit. But when you consume it, you get partial blood plague. So you have to be careful with it. And you can actually give yourself blood plague by using these consumables. You can't kill yourself with it, but if you get Blood Plague and you keep using them, it will reduce the timer of when you're going to die. So basically you can make your timer very low and then make it so you're you know, very close to death. So be careful with that. But the five new consumables, you have a Z-Eye. The Z-Eye allows you to see in the dark outside. It's very cool. It's like a glow-in-the-dark um, atmosphere to the game. So you have your daytime, your night, and then you have like this glow-in-the-dark time at night where you can actually see with the Z-Eye. You can see a lot better at night. And they really did a great job with this because it looks very different from night and it looks very different from daytime. So it's kind of an in-between area where it's very cool to look at. So I would definitely try out the Z-Eye and check that out. You have the Z-Adrenaline. It gives you a temporary boost to health and stamina. I haven't used this too often, but it's kind of useful if you're in a jam. You know, if you're in a jam and you need some extra health and stamina and you're in a bad spot, you can use this. And the set block, this makes you invisible to Zeds, which is very cool because it's kind of like that um, bloody clothing you see in The Walking Dead, where 
if you put, you know, the zombie guts on you, they can't smell you for a little bit. That's kind of what this is. It's scent block, so you basically put it on and the zombies can't smell you for a little bit. But if you get too close to them, they can find you. So you have to be a little bit careful, but you can kind of, you know, go around them and see what happens and, you know, not have them see you. And I will mention that there actually is a challenge made by Undead Labs called Master of Disguise that is currently um, out today. Basically, there's a challenge that you have to use scent block and have as many zombies around you as possible without them seeing you or without them attacking you. And whoever gets the most and shows a video clip of that to Undead Labs, then you can uh, win some great prizes as well. So definitely check that out. It's going um, until the end of the second, so the end of Sunday. You have the Zed Bait. This attracts zombies, so um, it's very useful because it's kind of instant, so... It's something that you throw, you throw it in the direction you want to throw it in, and then it'll smash on the ground, and it's got like a scent to it that'll attract zombies. So it's very good if you're in a tight jam and you need to like get yourself out of a corner, you can throw this somewhere that's kind of the opposite way, and then it can give you room to escape. That's probably what I'd use it for. It's not the best as a distraction item because it doesn't last very long. So it's not going to be that great as a distraction, but or distraction item, I would say, but it's great for like a, um, kind of get out of jail free card you know it's something that's going to be used if you're in a really tight spot you can use it really quickly to give yourself time to get away but it's not something that like oh i'm gonna go take out a play card let me throw some zed bait outside it's not gonna last long enough for that to work for you then we have bloater gas grenades and a launcher you can throw them manually or use the launcher they won't work against zombies but they're effective against hostile enclaves and this is really cool because basically it's Bloater gas that comes from a bloater encapsulated in a grenade. And that is a lot of fun. And if you go use it in a hostile enclave, it's really fun to see because they'll get, you know, kind of enveloped by the bloater gas and they'll kind of choke on it just like you would when you have a bloater attack you. So it's really cool. It's kind of a very effective tool for taking a hostile enclave. And I definitely like to, uh, trying that out. So during the Decay Fest event, if you watch any of it today, we'll be using a lot of these items and testing a lot of these out so you can kind of see what was happening in the new update. All right, so now we're going to get into the respects a little bit more. So basically what they said about respects, I'll read um, word for word from their blog post because it's definitely important stuff because I think people want to know exactly how it works. So it says here, selecting a skill specialization is a difficult choice and it's easy to look back on your decisions and wish you'd made them differently. With the new training manuals we've added to the game, your survivors will have exactly the option for any specialization choices made for the four core skills, cardio, wits, fighting, and shooting. So what they're saying here is it does not affect the fifth skill. So the fifth skill that you have, it will not affect those, but it affects your first, your first four core skills. So you can re-specialize those. Any survivor who has reached seven stars in one or more of the core skills can use one of these training manuals to remove a specialization from that core skill and gain the option to select any standard specialization of that skill. The books even unlock specializations that weren't previously available to that survivor. So that is a really cool thing, and basically what they're saying here is, if you specialize anyone in anything, you can use a book to re-specialize that, and say when you originally specialized them, it gave you, it gave you gunslinging and assault for your shooting skill, but what you really wanted was weapon handling, well, when you re-specialize using one of those skill books, it will give you all the options for shooting. So you can actually choose weapon handling when it wasn't originally available to you. 
So that is really cool, actually, because um, these specializations are based on the survivor's traits at the start. So even if a survivor doesn't have the trait that gives them the skill that you want, you can re-specialize them and get them the skill you want. So that is very cool, actually, and I do like that. I haven't tried this out a lot yet. I've only done it to one survivor just to test it, but it's something that's very cool, and it's a great tool to actually rework your survivors how you want them. There is, however, one small trade-off that's worth noting. Your newly retained survivor will gain experience from the newly selected skill much more slowly than normal. We think you'll agree this is a small price to pay for this increased flexibility. So basically what they're saying here is that if you use one of these skill books to re-specialize a character, then their new skill, it's going to take a lot longer for that skill to get up to 7 stars, which I think is perfectly reasonable like they say. I think that's definitely a fair trade-off, so... Definitely a great job there, Undead Labs. This is very nice to have this flexibility as a player. And honestly, I am glad they didn't do it for the fifth skill because I think the fifth skill should be something that you really have to think about and choose. And I think it should be something that you can't respecialize. So I do personally hope they don't allow you to respecialize the fifth skill at some point because I think that offers a choice for a player that is kind of a permanent choice and it should stay permanent, I think. So I think you should have to plan out your fifth skill a little bit more. The four original skills, I do like the ability to re-specialize those, but your fifth skill, I think, should stay your fifth skill. So I do like that that so far is still intact. And then it says, for a chance to trade for one of these rare books, track down the mysterious wandering trader on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. So those wandering traders will be out on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and you can find them and get those books. And then they did write a couple things on play consumables, so I'll read what they had to say there. Zed Hunter features three potent play consumables that can drastically enhance your survivor's abilities. We should mention that they're basically poison to humans, sickening their user with a touch of plague infection when consumed, but isn't a little infection worth it for the ability to see in the dark or sneak past zombies without drawing their attention? The update also includes a few other new consumables that offer your survivors some new strategies. For instance, who hasn't wanted to bottle up toxic bloater cows? creating poisonous gas grenades that you can throw or launch at human enemies. Don't tell us we're the only ones who've thought of that. Have fun. And it is a lot of fun, and all these new consumables are a lot of fun to use. So if you haven't seen them yet, tune into the streams today, because the streams today for Decay Fest 2 will be featuring a lot of these things, and you can kind of see how they work in-game. Now, anyone that's been a fan of the podcast, they know I like my skills, and there are five new quirk skills that were added during the Zed Hunter update. So I haven't found any of these skills yet, but I, from reading the descriptions, they look pretty cool, and I'm definitely curious to try them out. What they said here is, we've added five new quirk skills to the game, each of which offers a new buff to the survivor or their community. You'll find these skills on newly encountered survivors in the world, so be sure to use the inspect character option when interacting with NPCs to determine who has something new to add to your community. Hygiene will increase the amount of blood plague infection needed to push the survivor into full-blown blood plague. So hygiene seems like something that's really useful for um, using those blood plague consumables because if this person has hygiene, then it'll take a lot more blood plague consumables to actually get them to blood plague, or it'll take a lot more hits from zombies. So hygiene is actually very good if you want to use um, a lot of blood plague consumables. Recycling gives your community a regular income of parts and materials. So that sounds interesting. Um, I want to see how much parts and materials it gives you before I decide how effective it is. But it sounds interesting. Sleep psychology effectively increases the number of beds available to your community. So 
that is really cool because a lot of people do struggle with beds, so this does make the bed situation easier for you. Soundproofing reduces the noise-driven threat of zombie attack on your base. So that is very cool if you're someone that always gets attacks at your base, or if you're someone that's really worried about your base getting attacked. This is cool to actually uh, reduce those attacks. And then my personal favorite one out of these five is shopping. Shopping will accelerate the survivor's search speed, letting them find useful items more quickly while scavenging. So the reason why I like this one a lot is because it saves me time. So when I'm scavenging, I usually want to get in there, you know, scavenge my stuff and get out of there and go do something else because I'm always on a mission. I'm always, you know, okay, I had this objective. I want to do this. I want to go to this place. I want to go to this place. And shopping makes that faster for me. So I'm definitely excited to try that out because increasing my search speed and letting me just find stuff faster, that's only going to make the game more fun because it takes away some of that tedious searching and it puts more of my time into actually playing the aspects of the game that are a little bit more enjoyable. Not that the searching isn't enjoyable. The searching is done very well in the game. I'm just saying that a lot of times people would rather be fighting zombies or they'd rather be doing a mission or they'd rather be, you know, setting up their base or driving around the map. There's Those are things that people would usually like to do a lot more than, okay, let me you know, spend five seconds searching this container. Instead of searching that container for five seconds, maybe it'll only take two seconds to search it now. And that's three extra seconds to use on something else, which three seconds doesn't sound like a lot, but the three seconds adds up a lot over like a four hour stream. And, you know, at the end of the stream, you had like, you know, maybe who knows, maybe it was like 10 minutes or 15 minutes extra time that you spent doing something else. So it's definitely nice to have that in there. So thank you, Undead Labs, for those new quirk skills. And of course, thank you for the crossbows and everything, too. I mean, those are definitely great as well. And they said here, we've also added new skill books for each of those new quirk skills, as well as the already existing sewing skill, which they did say that the sewing part was um, partially because of me. And I do appreciate that because I called out how useful sewing was. So I definitely appreciate that there's now a sewing skill book. And the second I find that sewing skill book, I'm going to definitely buy one because it's a skill that I really love having. But you can now track down these skill books by finding the skills trader when that character visits your town. And then one of the last things they said here is up close and personal. Zed Hunter improves your arsenal of handheld killing power with three new melee weapons. These weapons are designed to reward the stealthy player by being exceptionally silent in combat. We've also added three stylish new close combat weapons that you can use when your primary weapon inevitably lets you down. So these new um, melee weapons, they're honestly very useful, and I've tried two of the three out. I haven't tried the Boken out yet because I haven't found it, but um, they're definitely a lot of fun to try, and I would definitely recommend going out there to try and find them. And then it says here, new missions to help increase to help it introduce this new content, we've added several missions to the game and updated others. If you want to experience these new missions, keep an eye out for anything labeled Mysterious. So you're going to see like Mysterious Broadcasts, and that's going to be one of your missions that pops up. If you see Mysterious Broadcasts, definitely go do that mission because that's a mission that pertains to the new Zed Hunter update. And that's going to give you some cool new Zed Hunter gear. And it's going to give you a different mission that you haven't tried before. So it's definitely interesting and I would definitely recommend trying that. And I want to give a quick shout out to this whole blog post that I've been reading from. This was all created by Jen Godwin, who's one of the community managers for Microsoft. She um, does a lot of work with State of Decay and Undead Labs. So definitely a great job on this blog post, Jen. Um, you did a great job with that. So I want to give you a shout out. And uh, if you haven't 
found out more about Jen in the past. Jen was recently on one of the Undead Lab streams. So I think it was um, about three or four weeks ago. Go check um, Undead Labs on YouTube and you can find their stream with Jen Godwin and you can kind of hear her thoughts on community management and you can hear what she has to say about it and a little bit about her. So it was definitely a great stream. And if you want to uh, catch her more, she's also on the Microsoft Studio stream every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern time. So you can catch her there as well. And she will be in the Mixer chat on the Undead live stream. So go say hi to her there. Um, she's a great community manager and a great person. So definitely go um, say hi to her and you know tell her I sent you if you want. And then I do want to call out the new achievements too because they did add three new achievements to the game. So one of the achievements is to use this training manual to retrain a specialization. This is called the new lease on life. So it's pretty easy to get this obviously. You have to get a one of the new you have to get one of the new skill books that allows you to retrain a specialization and then you literally just retrain a specialization. So it's fairly easy to get that. The next one is called should have read the warning label. And this one you have to contract blood plague by using a blood plague consumable. So basically you have to use a blood plague consumable and force yourself to get blood plague. And this is kind of a cool one because you might get it without even realizing it. So that's kind of a cool one there. And the last one, this is probably the one that might take people a little bit longer, but it shouldn't take too long. It's called, Am I the Only Zen Around Here? Kill 50 Plague Zombies with Crossbows. And this one, um, I have gotten all three of these, but this one was the last one I got. Because I wasn't using the crossbows um, to kill a lot of zombies early on. I was trying to find the crossbows. So I wasn't using them a ton early on. But they're definitely a lot of fun. And I would definitely recommend going out there and finding them. And I will mention that as part of XO18, it was announced that early next year, there will be a difficulty update to the game. We don't know what it is yet. We don't know how it's going to work. But there will be a difficulty update to the game somehow where... It's uh, going to allow for the game to be more difficult. So that's all we know so far is that sometime next year, early on, there will be a difficulty update to the game. So in my perspective, when I hear early 2019, that makes sense to me that it's going to be quarter one. So I would say um, by March, we should see a difficulty update. But that is not something that Undead Labs has released. That's not something they've said. So, you know, don't, you know, go thinking, oh, um, by March, we're definitely having this. That's just my guess, because when I hear early 2019, that makes sense to me that it'd be quarter one. So I'm assuming that by March, we're going to have this. But if we don't, then that's OK. You know, maybe it's going to be April. If it's April, I could I could still see that as early 2019 if it's April or something. So, I mean, hopefully it doesn't go to like June or something, though, because June definitely isn't early 2019 anymore. So I don't think it'll be like June, but I would assume within the first four months of the of the month. I would assume within the first four months of the year that we'll have it probably. And I can't wait to have that. If you do want to offer your opinions and perspectives on how Undead Labs should change the up difficulty update, then you can actually do that. There's a new website for State of Decay support that you can go to and offer your thoughts and opinions. And there's also a State of Decay subreddit that you can offer your thoughts and opinions as well. So support.stateofdecay.com, that is where you can go and offer your opinions and uh, maybe some bugs that you're having or issues you're having, but you can offer those ideas there. And the State of Decay subreddit, there's a post that you can offer your ideas for increasing the difficulty in the game. So those are two things to definitely check out. I will uh, try to put those in the show notes as well. That way you can check those out. 
But that being said, this is um all we have for today's episode. So um that's basically everything there was with Zed Hunter. You know, I covered all the topics there. Like I said, I will probably do episodes in the future, maybe like a crossbow ranking episode. Um, I'd have to look into that more. I'm not sure because that's technically a ranged weapon. I've never talked about ranged weapons officially yet, so I might just lump that with ranged weapons. I'm not exactly sure yet. So there's not a lot in this update that I can do with ranking and do an individual episode on because take the new melee weapons, for example, there's only three, so I can't do a whole episode ranking those melee weapons. So I might do like a um, Zed Hunter ranking episode where I rank everything from Zed Hunter. Maybe that could be a future episode. But today's episode, I just wanted to um, announce all the new content and just tell everyone about it because there might be some people out there that haven't heard about the new content yet and they haven't seen it. So I definitely wanted to um, let everyone know about that. But before we go, I'll mention um, a lot of our news again, just to kind of drive it home and hopefully get people to check it out. So we did have a contest that was going on for all November. And unfortunately, you can't register for that contest anymore. But someone is going to win a Daybreak DLC and Independence Pack DLC code for me. And I will be doing the drawing for that on either Saturday, today, obviously, or Sunday. So check my Discord for that. And I will announce that and uh, get that to the winner. But today, when you're hearing this, Decay Fest 2 is going on for one more day. So definitely check that out. It's going to be a great event where we're celebrating the Zed Hunter update that we talked about today. And you can see a lot of streamers using all these items that we just talked about. And you're also going to see some previews for the Undead Trials challenges. And during my stream, 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Time today, you will be seeing a preview of one of those challenges. So definitely stay tuned to that. Also, Kay Sizzle, who is an organizer with myself, he'll be doing a preview as well from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Time today. So check that out as well. But both of those previews will be for the Undead Trials 2 event. Undead Trials 2 is a competition-based event that is available for anyone. Whether you play 5 hours or 500 hours, it doesn't matter. You can join this event and have some fun with us. It's going to be basically 7 mini games, and we're going to use these mini games to take a pool of people say 150 people registered, say 50 people registered, however many people register, we're going to take that number of people and throughout the week, we're going to eliminate people. And then at the end of the week, we're going to have one grand prize winner. The grand prize winner is going to get a State of Decay 1 t-shirt, a State of Decay pin, a State of Decay Clio water bottle, a Bronto gas jacket, which is very cool and also very cool, an Undead Labs signed poster. So definitely check that out and try to win those prizes. I'm going to have a registration link for that in the show notes. I would really appreciate anyone listening registering because whether you played the game for you know a couple days or not, you can still register and have fun with this. It's something that if you're very experienced, you might have a slight advantage in the sense that you have more knowledge, but it's not going to be the advantage where, oh, I have so much more skill than you, you're never going to be able to beat me because someone that's only played five hours, they can win this event. It's going to be a little bit more difficult for them because they're not going to know um, some of the tactics and strategy that someone else might know. But think of it as like a David versus Goliath scenario. You know, you could definitely be the David and you could definitely walk in there and use your slingshot and take him out. So definitely try that and definitely give it a shot because what do you got to lose? I mean, you could win some great prizes here. 
And if you do decide to participate, then there will be a participation prize. So anyone that registers and participates. Now, if you register and don't show up to the event, then you won't get entered into this. But anyone that actually follows through and participates, then you will be entered into a drawing. And the winner of that drawing will either receive a State of Decay pin or a State of Decay 1 t-shirt. Or we might do a two drawings, for one for each. So um, I have to get in touch with Undead Labs one more time to make sure. But we're either going to do a pin, a t-shirt, or two drawings, and we'll give away both of those. So I do have to confirm that, but you will get one or the other or both. So we'll see how that works out. But there's going to be a participation prize, so there's really no reason not to play. I mean, you could possibly win a prize just for trying, and if you try, you might get surprised, and you might find out, wow, I'm actually, you know, going to win this thing. This is really cool. So you could, you know, surprise yourself and have a lot of fun in the process. So Definitely join in and definitely check out this event. This event, once again, will be December 9th to December 15th. It's going to be a great event, and I'm really looking forward to it. And I hope you enjoy the rest of the K-Fest 2 today. So those are our events upcoming. I'm really excited for those, and I hope you check them out. And lastly, next Wednesday, we're going to have a podcast on the new Sea of Thieves DLC. So if you're into Sea of Thieves, I will have a podcast on that new DLC that released this week. And we'll talk all about that. And... Hopefully have some fun talking about that as well. But if you want to find the podcast, you're already listening to it, obviously. But if you want to find it in a different way, you can find it on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. You can find it on Google Podcasts. You can find it on Radio Public. You can find it on Stitcher. You can find it on Blueberry, Podbean, and many other directories. So definitely check out those spots. You can also find it on YouTube and Facebook because we have our own Facebook group, which I post to. I post the podcast there. So if you want to get in contact with me, you can definitely get in contact with me via YouTube or Facebook. But you can also get in contact with me via email, theblazeexperience at gmail.com. And if you want to get in touch with me on Twitter or via my gamer tag, both of those are at Blaze Experience. That's capital B-L-A-I-S-E, capital X, capital P-E-R-I-E-N-C-E. And if you want as well, there will be my Discord in the show notes. Definitely join my Discord. and. Come say hello and tell me what you think of the podcast. Any feedback really helps, and especially iTunes reviews really help too. So I would really appreciate anyone doing an iTunes review. But I really thank everyone for listening. It's been a lot of fun talking with you today. I do apologize that was um, a little bit shorter of an episode, but basically the way it broke down, I wanted to do the patch notes as one episode and the Z Hunter update as one episode. I thought it was a lot more fitting to do them separately. So hopefully next week's episode should be back to a one hour plus episode. That's what I'm hoping. But yeah, I'm really excited for everyone to enjoy the content we're putting out here. And I really appreciate you listening. So thank you once again for listening to The Blaze Experience. (laughs) 